We read it. 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 Boy, girl. Left cheek, right cheek. Don't get it started on a Sunday. Lord be with me, Jesus. Oh, oh boy. Cracking? Boy, life has been cracking. Okay, y'all. Oh so my gosh. please forgive us because please forgive us. Super hectic Bruh. with our Bruh. schedules, not only with that, but with COVID and we work in dental practices. So it's been real out here in these streets. I mean, real. I oh mean, we've been out here masking it, looking like the abominational man going on the moon. It's been like crazy. People, I feel like when people from ET, remember when they came in ET house and was trying to Bruh. get them out? Bruh, let me tell you, it's Perfect. real out in here. But we welcome y'all back. Today is Sunday, Yay. July the 5th, 2020. I hope you guys had a great 4th of July weekend with family. Hopefully y'all didn't get too crazy and did not mask it up and just brought a whole bunch of people over and had parties. Okay. Hopefully it was really close to just friends and family. COVID okay. is still real. Okay. It's not on vacation. And it is real. That's what COVID so, saying out here. Right. All the different strands saying they ready for y'all. Right. Okay. That's what they're doing. Boy, Rona's like, hey, left cheek, right cheek. Who we got next? Okay. <laughs> Who I got? <laughs> Who I got next? But before we get started in, once again, welcome to L&L. My name is LaToya. We also have your awesome host, LaBria. We're going to get in. We're going to get started. And today, I'm very, very excited about today's title. So, um, Bria, can you pray us in? I sure can. We got Thank you, love. I don't know why twos because apparently she has heard you. Uh-oh. Uh, I hear her. She's breathing hard. Right over here. Like, she was like, hey, y'all, we back. It's literally her face is right near the mic. Okay. I hear it. It's like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's all right, Coco. Coco's part of our guest too. Coco's yes. my little Bichon. So yes. Uh, oh, okay, Thug Life, move. Mama got to pray. Come on, give me your paw. And she gives me her paw to pray too. By the way, thank you, Coco. A holy dog. That's what I'm talking about. You know what's up? Mm-hmm. Dear Lord God, as we come to you this beautiful Sunday, we just thank you for this day, Lord God. Thank you for our podcast. Thank you for our listeners, Lord God. Thank you for my sister Toya. Thank you for our union and our bond, Lord God. We pray that you continue to speak through us, Lord God. May we say only the things that you need us to say, Lord God, and may they hear what you need them to hear. We pray that you be with these families during this time of COVID, Lord God. We pray that you continue to guide our words during our podcast, Lord God. We pray for protection and covering over ourselves, our podcast, our businesses, our brands, our children, our listeners, their families, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that prayer. Um, so today's topic was, it, it hit hard. It hit heavy. Um, I was watching, so first I watched Pastor Gray, um, Relentless Church. Shout out to Pastor Gray and Aventure Gray. Um, and the, the topic, if I can remember what the topic was for today, was um, pretty much we can't go back. Um, I know a lot of people were talking about, oh, I'm just ready to go back and how it used to be. I'm sorry, guys. It's just not going to happen. When masks become your new accessory to go out, it is what it is. Like, it is a whole new normal. We just have to learn how to be able to deal with it. And also, he really expounded on during this time, asking God to give you revelation on what he needs to show you during this time. Because with all this stuff shutting down and things like that, 
it allowed you to see for those that are married, you really get a chance to really see your spouse. People that were probably your friends, you had to really kind of look sideways and be like, are we really friends? Because we don't hang out like that now. So, you know, you got a chance. It was really the year of 2020 vision allowing us to be able to see things that we never took time to really sit down. When they say sit down and smell the roses, oh, you had a chance to smell them. And some of them probably was dying and stank real bad. So I think we took the opportunity for in his topic you know, learning about that and really paying attention to certain things, which also leads me into just got finished watching Pastor Michael Todd's shout out to him too, Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He will be replaying it again uh, for those who really want to watch it. It's awesome. Um, at five o'clock on YouTube sermon again this evening, um, Easter standard, Easter standard time. But he talked about um, attractions to distractions mm-hmm. or could have been switching it together. But um, I just was like caught it right in the middle. And it just also reminded me as I blended kind of both sermons together during this time, you really get a chance to kind of sit back and see some of the things that you're going to be attracted to. But is it also a distraction? as well too. And that doesn't mean having attractions is normal. And that's what he was mentioning. It's normal. It's, it's on both ends, what, whatever that case may be, whatever you may be attracted, but it's also, what are you, what is also becoming a distraction that could, but you have to keep kind of like contemplating like, okay, God, let me just do it this one more time. And then after that, I'll be good. Like what is really starting to kind of curve your distraction? So I'm going to read where he came from today. And then I'm going to put myself into this position because if I sit back and really look and being vulnerable and personal with you guys, because y'all are listeners and it's real reality, I'm just going to be upfront and honest. So I'm going to read this. We're going to deep dive into it. So it may be a little longer, but we're going to come from David and Bathsheba. And when I really like, I'm like kind of doing more research with it. And I'm like, dang, if y'all really read the Bible, y'all, it's like the days of our lives. Like it has some serious soap opera type of stuff. Like if you dig in and then actually find the research, if you don't understand some of the words, then find a, you know, find a different type of, you know, version where you can understand it, like the message version or something. And I'm telling you, everything that happened back then, it still happens today. Like nothing changes. God's not shocked about anything. COVID, all this stuff, plagues. All this stuff happened even back then. So I'm going to read it. It's coming from 2 Samuel chapter 11. We're going to start with verse 1. And it says, In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, David sent Joab and apologized for some names because y'all, I, I will butcher it. So if I say it wrong from my Bible it. scholars. All right. <laughs> they know what it is. They know what right. it is. <laughs> I'm going to put my little up-to-date version in it as well, too, um, the toy version. So David sent Joab out with his king's men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rehoboth. But David, he remained in Jerusalem. So he stayed at home. He was chilling. He was like, y'all, we good. Killed them. Got them. So one evening, right, David got up from his bed. He walked out around the roof of the palace. He's just looking around like, God, man, you good. I just love you, God. Then he says, from the roof, he saw a woman bathe it. Now, mind you, back then, I'm pretty sure, you know, that, you know, they had some baddies back then. They had probably some fine men back. I mean, some fine men back then as well, too. So he's (laughs) so he's like from the roof. He saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful. And David sent someone to find out about her. Now, let me tell you something. This woman must have been so fine. When he got to be like, hey, I do. Hey, who's that girl right there? 
And he's probably like, oh, that's Uriah's wife. Hey, tell her I want to holler at her. Like, for real, for real. Like, she, like, why would I switch out a dime for a penny? Like, let me holler at her, right? So what happened after that, um, when David sent out about her, the man said she's Bathsheba and the daughter of Elam and the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. Um, then David sent messengers to get her. So not only did he ask about her, then he was like, no, nah, I got to have this chick, like, so he saw an attraction to her and all of a sudden this attraction became like almost like an, it was like an infatuation. Like, okay, you know, so this is certain things that we do have to watch. Like, yes, whatever it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whatever, you also have to see how, what can happen in the long run when you may be attracted, but is it helping you or could it hinder in the long run? Mm -hmm. So then David sent messengers to get her. Mind you, she's Mary. To Uriah, who was actually a pretty, from what I was researching, he was a pretty established integrity type of dude. So she came to him and he slept with her. Mm. Now, she was purifying herself from her monthly uncleanness. We all that don't know, meaning she was on her period. Yep. She's finishing up, getting finished. So she was, that's why she was out there. It wasn't because she was hot and she was stinking. No, she was finishing up on her period. So, um, she came in, went to his apartment, was like, what up, David? He was like, what up, girl? It's like, yeah, my name's Bathsheba. They just call me Bay, you know, for short. And he was like, okay, Bay, you want to be with me? They got it in. All right. A couple months later, she was like, oh, guess what? Pregnant. pregnant. So verse five, the woman conceived and sent word to David saying, I'm pregnant. Um, and he was like, wait, what? You know, um, not only that, after that, when he found out she was pregnant, he sent Uriah out. So I'm just paraphrasing it going further because he was like, dang, I don't, I don't want Uriah, her husband, to find out. I slept with his woman, not his woman, his wife. So I'm going to have to put him on the battlefield. So he sent Uriah out on the front lines. He knew he was going to get killed. Yeah. So then he ends up, Uriah ended up getting killed, her husband, just to try to cover all this up. Okay. So that's kind of like a little more of the paraphrasing. So not only... Was he attracted to somebody? But he was attracted to a married woman. They slept together. And it takes two in order to have this fornication. It wasn't just David. It was Bathsheba. She was also feeling David too. So they had this baby, but then he wanted to cover it up. And he ended up killing her husband on the front lines of battle. Um, this just kind of was like to show me a little bit like some things that you can be attracted to. You really have to ask God. God, is this truly like, what is it that is also for me and allow it not to be a distraction, you know? And then if you put you, and that's why prayer and fasting is so critical because if there's things that are starting to get you off course or taking you away from what God has called you to do, mm -hmm. it's now a distraction. Mm -hmm. And when I was watching pastor Todd, he did something so like just everyday thing. He had cakes out because he loves cake and ice cream. And they just kept bringing it out. He was like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm looking at these cakes. And he's like, dude, it's getting real hard. Oh, no, they brought out the Oreo cake. Why y'all bring out the Oreo cake? Just mm. stay focused. Just stay focused. Then they brought out the one with the little macaroons on it. He was like, oh, my God, not the macaroons. And then they brought out his favorite, the ice cream. He was like, y'all know I love ice cream and cake. So he was like, all right, we good. We good. So he's like, maybe if I just smell it, if I just smell it, God, I'm going to be good, though. I, I didn't touch it, though, God. But I'm going to just smell it. Okay, okay. If I just take like a little piece of just a little, just like my finger and just dip it just a little bit, guy. Mm -mm. I'm, I promise I ain't going to do it no more. Like we done. Mm -mm. But then he was like, then say and be like, I mean, if you go go in, it's pretty much go hard or go home. Like, why would you just, if you go sin, just sin. Like, 
it is what it is. You know what? You're right. That'd be the setup. And that'd be the setup. He was like, you mean, you know, he said, just like those that are like watching pornography. You know, it ain't that you sit up there and you was trying to, it just something little commercial or something popped up on the screen. You'd be like, man, come on, man. I ain't trying to do with that. All right, maybe not that one. You try to like click it off and then something else, you know. So it's just showing you that these attractions, just like what we said when it comes to relationships as in, you know, you'll have things attracted to you. But it's, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's the critical, you know, thing. So when I'm sitting back and just kind of reading this a little bit, even to myself, I'm like, God, in my life, whether it's a job or relationship or whatever, what, what? Can I say right now to just show me revelation for me that is I'm a, I'm definitely attracted to, but can also be a distraction as well too. Or it whether, even if it's a relationship, so I'll, I'll make it personal for myself because of you know now pursuing a relationship and things like that. You're going to be attracted to that person. Mm-hmm. I mean, if not, then why are you even with them? You know, unless you're like, I'll just figure out how to look. No, 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 we're not going to do all that. No. But you're going to be attracted, especially when they do things that you love, like whether it's stimulating your mind or reading with you or whatever, praying with you or just doing stuff around the house or whatever. Like you just be like, oh my God, it becomes to a really heightened attraction and you're like, oh, wow, this is, it gets, it's a little hard sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but then it also has to show, okay, I don't want to be distracted either because for myself and, and taking it in a personal, there has been like more thoughts now. Before, I didn't really have that much of an issue. Why? Because number one, I was in a relationship and I felt like I didn't have anything that could be tempting. You never really know what you're still dealing with or what you're attracted to or can be tempted by until you get yourself in that situation. And then you're like, oh, mm, I thought I was okay with that. But yeah, it gets real weak. And <laughs> you'd be like, wow, this is, this is a challenge. You know, it's easy to say, oh, I'm good. I don't never have no issues with that. I'll be straight. Like, I don't know if y'all got it. Yeah, until it until it shows up when all them cakes mm-hmm. start showing up with your ice cream and you like, oh, oh. God, I'm in the middle of a fast and I'm just trying to stay for okay, God, maybe if I just take a slice and just do it from the hours of one to three and then get back on it. No, mm-hmm. like you have to die to your flesh every day. And you have there to you ask do. yourself if there's something that you're attracted to, but it is getting you off course or it's becoming um it, it's allow it's drowning out God and what he has for you and it's becoming your God, then it becomes a problem. Mm. Um, and you see here with David and Bathsheba to go back for him, it, he, it was, she was beautiful. And like, he was like, Oh my gosh, to the point he had to get messengers. He wanted to know who this woman was. And obviously she wanted to know who he was too. Cause she showed up and she knew she was married and she just got off her period. And one thing led to the next And you know what I'm saying? That attraction led to a distraction, led to adultery, led to a murder. You know, like that is crazy. And they'd be like, oh, that's in the Bible. No, stuff like this happens today. Y'all don't see, you know, y'all not uh, seen black love, fatal attraction, black love. Like this stuff is real. You know what I'm saying? Just mysteries. Yes, unsolved mysteries. Um, what's the other little murder channels? I forgot what my stepmom be watching. ID channel. That's it, the ID channel. You know. 
fatal attractions, this stuff is real. And that's why we talk so highly when it comes to soul ties. And we're not, not just when it just comes to relationships, because it could also be one of the things he mentions about gossiping or also, you know, lying on your taxes or just doing certain stuff that it may seem like something is simple and I'm going to do it one more time. Or, oh, it ain't that bad. And before you know it, you're caught up in something that was bigger than what you didn't think it was going to be because of something you were attracted to. Mm-hmm. And now it become a big distraction. Um, so for myself, you know, like I said, I think for me pursuing, like being in this new relationship, it's also allowed me to put a challenge for myself to say, okay, um, you're going to see if this is really going to work. If you start taking some stuff away, if it becomes a point where that person is not <laughs> agreeing or doesn't want to do it, then you'll see, is this a distraction or is this, something that you guys can work through together because you, when you are sexually attracted to somebody, it does have its challenges, but you don't want to put yourself in those positions where you feel like, well, if I just do it this one time, I'll be straight because that's how it starts from the one time or, you know, from just the dry hump into the, okay, well maybe we just take the shirt off and then we'll be straight after that. Or, and the next thing you know, well, hell we don't went all the way, just keep going, you know, but it's like that it will just keep going. If you don't have accountability if you don't keep Christ first um, and really be on the same wavelength. So um, I think for me, um, that's my thing that I'm, it really with both sermons had to keep me woke and was like during this time, um, you know, what, what is it that you really need to work on and ask God to show you and the things that are tempting. And if this person is for you, if this job is for you, if whatever this business that you have is like that you said is from God, um, then it shouldn't be a distraction from him. And he'll yeah. show you that it should yeah. draw you closer to him and not away from him. It most definitely should. This person, the person should encourage you to pray mm-hmm. Should encourage you guys to want to pray, to continue to ask God. The person should make sure that you are leaning on him. Did you ask God about this? Don't do this unless you ask God, do what God tell you to do. Things of that nature. I found this quote. I don't know who it's by. But the quote for this segment um, in regards to distraction goes this way. We won't be distracted by comparison if we're captivated with purpose. Hmm. You don't know what your purpose is unless you have this bond with God in order for him to let you know what your purpose is. Mm -hmm. When you know your purpose, you're not going to be comparing nothing to nothing. Mm-mm. When you know what your purpose is, whether it's you comparing your new one to your ex flame, whether you're comparing this person, how this person acts compared to the way your father act, it could be anything. And that goes with anything in life. With any type of distractions, it could be a distraction from a job, a distraction from something that God has for you, whether it be a person, a relationship, whatever. If you're connected to the source, you're going to know what's what. Mm-hmm. You're going to know if this person is a distraction or if it's not. And he's going to show you, but you got to listen to him when he show you. Right. And that I you think that's the biggest thing is yeah. the listening part and the doing part. Yeah. Because you can listen. You can hear, you can do all that. The fact of is, are you going to put it into practice? And that, Yeah, and that's what I mean by listening. Because see, right. it's the difference between hearing somebody and listening to somebody. If you're mm-hmm. hearing somebody, yeah, I hear you, but you ain't going to do nothing with what you heard. 
If right. you're listening to something and your brain is processing this 10 times out of 10, you know, everything that you do starts with a thought. Yep. So if this thought has strongly manifested itself within you and resonated within your spirit, you're going to do what you're supposed to do because right. you and listen and not just heard. That's why people always say, listen to understand. Don't listen to respond. Because mm-hmm. when you understand it, you're going to respond the way that you're supposed to. Right. And like what you were saying with, you know, already the thought, like the thought process is there. It's when it becomes actual to sin when it's birthed. Um, and I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of things over the course of my life that I have thought about. Literally, I have literally probably had a whole movie and it happened because I thought mm-hmm. it out. <laughs> and I'm like, Yep, that's how it's going to be just like that. And it happens. Mm-hmm. And this is like, you know, so if we put that same energy into God and God's word and just saying, God, this is what I'm struggling with. Yes, I am struggling with whether it's drugs or whether it's pornography or whether it's sexual, you know, sin or homosexuality or whatever. That doesn't mean that it may just stop overnight you know you you may still have those urges or things that may happen but you ask god god please give me the holy spirit to be able to help me overcome these things place Mm -hmm. me around positive people place me around accountability person to pray also teach me and show me the meaning of prayer and fasting um to be able to do that and god please block out any distractions that are in my life Mm -hmm. or or give me an extra Yeah, give me the strength to be able to block it out because I can't do it by myself at times. Because you just have to be real. You do have to be real. Here's the thing with it: you got to realize when something, when you're on to something good and you're on the right path, you're going to be hit with distractions. Whether it be, it could be anything. It could be an ex trying to come back, drama. It could be somebody new trying to come in, drama. It could Mm -hmm. be, it just like prime like prime example think about it and i'll i'll speak from a personal perspective with me and who i'm and who i'm dating right now anytime something good happens for us boom some type of way the enemy tries to throw something boom like a little nag but the thing is is we it doesn't it doesn't bother us it's getting to the point to where it doesn't bother us and we're like okay yeah all right got like guy you got us it is what it is we already know what this is the enemy will throw distractions at you to try to take you off course. Pay attention. Yeah, that's his purpose. That's his. Don't that's fall into the trap. Don't fall Mm-mm. into the snares. It could be something new. It could be. It could be a new person. It could be some. It could even be better job opportunities. You don't know. And you, it might look better, but when they say the grass ain't green on the other side, they they're so. not playing. It is no that. joke. Because you could be where God has you right now. And the enemy will throw something at you from the past or try to throw something, try to make it seem like your future resonates in this specific with this person or with this position. Right. While you're in something that God has for you, the enemy will throw. Oh, and you you be like, dang, maybe this might be a little bit better than what I and got. it look. Yeah, it looks so good because it just came so quick. And it's like, man, OK, Bob, this is because this one's taking too long. So maybe I should jump on this one because you know they got a better opportunity, better plans but that's better benefits not, but, no mm-mm. everybody is on their own time clock with god mm-hmm. everyone has to understand it you cannot compare your journeys you cannot it's not fair to you nor right. is it fair to god y'all are on your own everyone is on their own path every relationship is on its own path 
I'm gonna say another thing. Keep people out your business. Yes. <laughs> now I would keep say everything. definitely keep the people out your business, but those that need to be accountable for you. Yes. If somebody need to be accountable, okay, that's different. That's, yes. We already know that. That's but for those that don't. You but know, for, for those, those that don't, definitely for those, for those that are accountable have, for you, keep if those. If y'all have the right ones accountable, then within that, yes. And even pray within those because you need to pray and ask God yes. to tell you to talk to. Mm-hmm. Tell God to tell you who to talk to. Tell God to tell you who you can tell things to. Keep everything private until it's permanent. I'm completely, I'm hands down with that. And so God guides you. Let God guide you into making something public. Let God guide you into the decision of whether you want or whether this person is your spouse or not. Let God guide you into the next business opportunity. Let God guide you whether you're supposed to stay with a job or leave a job. And he will let you know because you'll have a piece about it and it'll be a weight lifted off of you. God comes to give you peace and life more abundantly. The enemy comes to make you anxious. You cannot tell me. God's word says Philippians 4, 6, and 7 to not be anxious for anything, but to come to me in prayer and supplication and let your worries be made known to me. And mm-hmm. I will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. He's not going to tell you that and give you anxiety. Right. Pay attention to what gives you peace and what gives you anxiety. What is disrupting your peace? If something is disrupting your peace, that is a distraction. Yep. Let it if it's go. getting you up, we're on the path of school or a new job or whatever the case may be and all of a sudden you're with this person and it's just like oh I ain't even picked up a book in a minute or I'll stop reading my word or I'll stop even being motivated to exercise and I'm all just you know stuck into this person or stuck into that job then that's a problem no that's an issue you're supposed to still be able to stay within yourself work no Mm -hmm. I went through that before and gained 20 pounds after I had lost weight yeah now I work out consistently still and we motivate each other. This is how you have to be. And even with anything, think about it, Toya, me and you motivate each other. With yes. Pay attention to the relationships that you are in, whether yep. it's romantic, whether it's strictly platonic, whatever the case may have you, but pay attention to the fruits that you are bearing from these relationships. Are they giving you peace? Or are they taken away from you? Right. Because are it's they- all of what, what, like you said, it's, it's all of what, is Point taken blank. away. Yes. We're too old now. We're way too old. And the thing is, let's say y'all already made the mistake. Old. Look, no, we're not. <laughs> if y'all already made the mistake and yeah. like, I, okay, I slipped up. I mm-hmm. I smoked when I shouldn't have smoked. I sexed that person when I shouldn't have sex. I mm-hmm. lied on something I shouldn't have lied about. I talked about mm-hmm. somebody. It came out, you know, my bad. Okay. But the thing is, okay, God, I ask for forgiveness please help me to not fall into the same traps again. Um, and that's the thing. And that's why I said it's so key to have that accountability. Like Brea said, praying and asking God to show me those right mentors or accountability partners that you need to have in my life. Because there's some people want to see your downfall and they're oh, literally boy. P-R-E-Y praying against you. They're not yes, P-R-A-Y. Not praying, right. but praying. praying against they that. are wanting your downfall. They will right. try to pop up. They will try to do anything to make you jump back into who they wanted you to be or because who the enemy wanted you to be rather people have to understand when you have spiritual eyes you will never look at the physical the same again oh you will realize that there is a physical battle because there is a spiritual battle Mm -hmm. think of the root of the physical battle it's almost like this chart that i have that my therapist gives me what is the root of your anxiety 
right? Is it fear? Is it embarrassment? Is it, you know, things like that? What is the root of your anger? Is it hurtfulness? Is it because you feel left out? Is it because you feel abandoned? It's so much. Pay attention, please pay attention to the people that you have in your life, the fruit that you are bearing and the fruit that they are bearing. Are they bringing you closer to God or are they pushing you away? Are you gaining more with these people in your life or are you being drained whether it's mentally, physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually, is it? Are these people adding to you or are they subtracting? Because if you subtract them from me, I can't deal with you. Mm-mm, no, I'm not that's where the checks and balance in. comes in. And if there I'm getting go. more of the draws, scale has to be uh, I'm, I'm getting broke. And that's a problem, spiritually and physically. And yeah. uh, we've been down that path before. And it's yeah. like, why do you want to keep? revolving that same cycle when God gave you a way out. It's just like what he was talking about when Moses was freeing the people, um, you know, from Pharaoh and things. And they just started complaining again, man, I'd rather go back. I'd rather be enslaved for real. But we do that naturally. Like you feel like, Oh my God, this is just so much. I should have just stayed where I was at. I mean, it was easy, even though I sometimes got beat on, but at least I know he worked. Wait, what? You know, Mm -hmm. like, but that's sometimes a mentality that we have and we have to just ask God, God, even though sometimes it seems a little rough, it's rocky, it's unsure because I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm free. I'm free from the bondage. I'm free from being abused. I'm free from having to, you know, having to take a drug every day to try to make it through this. I'm free from not having to go to a doctor for stress from anxiety pills and medication because my job has stressed me the hell out so many times, but since COVID, I've been working at home. This is great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't had as much of stress as I used to when I'm in office. Trust me, I miss some of the people in the break room talks. But honestly, I'm good on that, too. You know, so that's why it's so key. In this time, yes, we're kind of more out and stuff. And Lord knows it probably goes shut down again. But really, really pay attention and ask God, God, show me in my life what I need to, what you need to show me that is a distraction in my life. Yes, I may be attracted to it and that's fine, but certain things need to have a no, a big no. Can I cut? No, no, no. They may find yeah. you to be weak. They may be like, girl, you so lame. You boring, bruh. Come on, bruh. She yeah. just, come on. She bringing a sister, bruh. Like, no, bruh, I'm good. Like, I'm straight. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Because you act, yeah, I'm straight. I don't play like that. But, you know, you, right now it may seem lame or boring or, you know, cautious carol to some people but yeah. let me tell you something and i've learned that even being in high school i used to get made fun of or people would joke because i didn't do certain things and stuff like that but i look back now and i'm so thankful and not to knock anybody down but those are the same people that either were strung out on drugs or got locked up or now they only eighth kid you know what i'm saying like nothing to knock their story or where they're at but at the time was it uncomfortable yeah because i wasn't quote unquote like in the in crowd it felt like because i didn't do it people still love me for where i was at but now i look back and be like man i can only imagine if i did do that where i'm today and i'm still learning that today you know like man i wish i didn't make that mistake but you know what i'm still here and i can talk about it and be able to rate other people so if you guys have said, look, I've already messed up. Hell, I might as well go ahead. Hell, I might as well go ahead and kill myself. Because No, you have purpose. You are mm-hmm. still beautiful. You yes, are still you are. wonderful. Woman of God, if you just got finished, you know, doing something or prostituting or whatever, you are still wonderful, but God still loves you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Man of God, if you was out there trapping just three hours ago and just like, man, I just need to take care of my kids, but I don't want to do this no more. Ask God to give you a way out. 
God, please just show me I want out of this. I really, really want out of this. And if you want it, he'll give you a way out. You know, it may not seem like sometimes how you think it may be, but it can be. So for those that may say, who is this God you're talking about? I don't have no relationship with that. I have been literally through hell and back since the time I was on this earth. If he really loved me, I wouldn't have never gone through this stuff. At the end of the day, we talked about this before, like God sees you. He knows your brokenness. And unfortunately, we live in a world of sin um, and, and things do happen, but he loves you. And if you do want to know him and know that relationship to know that he's not this big, bad father, that if you do something bad, he's casting down and having all these bad things happen to you. That's not who he is. He's such a loving God and he's so kind. And if you want to know who he is, we always like to do a call of salvation every time at the end of our podcast. And you can repeat after me. Um, if you want to give your life to Christ and it says, father, God, I know that I am a sinner who needs a savior. I am coming to you as I am. Please forgive me for every sin against you. I choose right now to turn away from my past, take my life and make it yours. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. He died for me and rose again. And I ask him now to come into my heart. I make him my Lord and savior. Please send your Holy Spirit to help me live for him all the days of my life. Thank you, God, for sending your son to pay the price I owed for my sins. Thank you for your grace and mercy. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. So if you believe that, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, today you are saved. And that's the free gift of salvation. Now the next steps in order to do that is Find a virtual, you know, group that you can get in. Um, you can definitely hit us up as well, too. I know it's Toya underscore 0486 at IG.com. I think that's it. My admin always has to help me. Or we have gorgeous <laughs> underscore yes on our ig as well uh, we'll pray for you pray with you if you have any topics that you want to discuss with her just just say hey i just need someone i really needed to talk to about this situation I, me or sis we are not licensed counselors we were definitely here to be able to help and listen or if not we can definitely refer you to someone that is professionalized in that to be able to get you through any addictions or things that you're just like I really want out of this it is definitely something I'm attracted to but I'm having a hard time and I just want to be able to live free from this um, it is real people, you know, so we don't want to think that, you know, attractions is real, whatever you may be attracted to. But the thing is, our main focus for today's um, episode was that is it becoming a distraction in your life? And I feel like during this shutdown that we've had, it gave us the opportunity to be able to, you know, hopefully see that. So we definitely, definitely. Can you hear me, sis? Uh-oh, I think sis is out. Okay, I'm not sure what happened. But, um, okay, can you hear me, sis? There we go. We got you back in action. Um, but we definitely want to say we love you guys. I think she disconnected. Oh, no. I'm here. Okay, good. There we go. Yeah, it's just um, going on. <laughs> okay, well, we love you guys. We thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, definitely, we'll have another podcast coming up this week. And I'll pray us out. And get you guys back to your Sunday. God, we thank you for today. We thank you for our listeners. We pray for those, Lord God, that are just in a a state of mind right now, whether it's financially, whether it's emotionally, whether they're on the verge of divorce, Lord God, whether they're on the 
the verge of just wanting to give up God, we pray that you um, just give them the strength, give them guidance, Lord God. And right there at the break of just their ends meet, Lord God, that you send, um, that you send your angels, that you show them that you are real, Lord God. So we just say, um, we pray for our families. We pray for those that have been diagnosed with COVID, those that are recovering from it, Lord God. And to know that let's not take this, um, as a joke that it is real and just be mindful for, of other people's family members who um, are maybe elderly and things of that nature. Um, and God, we just say thank you for all that you have done. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 You guys have a great Sunday. Have thank great you so Christmas. much. Bye.